Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. <laughs> What's up, my friends? Welcome to today's episode. Today's episode number 695. And I can't believe when I, I just say that out loud, it's, it's, I mean, we're close to 700 episodes here in a couple of weeks, which just blows my mind. Over 10 million downloads to date. I think we're, I think we're near 10 and a half million downloads of the show, which is just blows my mind. And if I don't tell you enough, thank you for, you know, when you subscribe to the show and you come in and listen each and every week. Uh, and then hit me up with questions or updates on you know what you're doing with the information that you learn here on the show. It means the world, and it's exactly why I do the podcast here. So thank you. On today's episode of of the show, on Wednesday we talked about using ChatGPT and other AI tools for content creation, like how to streamline and speed up that whole process to create content. Today I specifically want to dive into prompting tips for ChatGPT prompts. If you haven't heard that term yet, it's just all is simply what you type into the input field in ChatGPT to try to get a result, whether that is, I don't know, an email or a blog post or outline or a title or whatever it is, That's it's a prompt. And so I wanna share with you how to navigate your way to getting better outcomes, better results from what you're typing in and hoping to get out of ChatGPT. And so, as we dive into it here, depending on the kind of output that you are looking for from ChatGPT, I will often try and teach it my writing style and tone as the first thing that I do. And I did talk about this a bit on Wednesday's episode. There's a really easy way to do this. If you have a podcast, if you have videos, whether they're YouTube videos or social media videos or what have you, if you've got a blog post, if you've got an email or two, right? Transcribe a podcast episode, transcribe a video, whatever it is that you've done, take the blog post or an email, and you don't have to do all of these. Let's take one of these and copy and paste it into ChatGPT. Then after that, the prompt that you're going to put into ChatGPT is you're going to ask it to analyze the above text for writing style and tone of voice. 
and then you hit enter and it's going to analyze it in a matter of seconds. And it's going to give you an output and it's pretty cool. It'll give you a paragraph usually of the tone of voice and the writing style and, and so on. And if you're pretty happy with what it tells you, what you then can say is, okay, now write all the results in this style and tone from here on out. So now you're telling it to take this tone and style of speaking that it has just analyzed and is just, you know, giving you the result of. Now you're telling it, okay, use that in everything we're doing here going forward within this chat. Then you can get into the prompt. So basically, we've kind of primed ChatGPT in the way that it's going to write for you. Now, if you're just asking for a podcast title or an email subject line, you don't really need to do that, right? You can give it a tone of voice like friendly or conversational, but if you're going to ask it to write you an email or a blog post or an email sequence or a social media post or whatever it might be, I would kind of sort of tune it, if you will, to get your tone of voice and your style down. Then it will write everything that you're asking it to do in that tone of voice and style. Once you've done that, then I recommend telling it what role you want it to play. So you can say, you are a, and then fill in the blank, or I want you to act as a fill in the blank, right? So you can say, I want you to, I want you to play a, or I, I want you to be a content marketer. I want you to act as a marketing genius. I want you to act as a human resources expert. You are a CMO. You're an expert Facebook ads manager. You're a conversion copywriter. You're a best-selling author. You're a project manager. You are blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like you just fill in the blank, whatever it is that you want it to do, tell it what you want it to act like. So now, not only is it going to give you results in your writing style, but now you are telling it how, from which context, right? You, you want to give it the intent for the results that you're hoping to get out of it. And so if you just, if you just give it, you know, write me this, it will do it for you, but it's, you're going to get a better outcome when you start this out by telling ChatGPT who you want it to be or how, you know, act as a, okay? So once you've done that, then you say, I, I, at that point, I like to give ChatGPT as much background information as possible about my target audience, okay? And so the more information that you have here and the detail that you have here, the better, Tell ChatGPT specifically who your target audience is, what their pain points are, what their struggles are, what their values that are most important to them. What's the outcome that they are after, right? What are their goals? What are their aspirations? The more detailed that you can be here, the better result that you're going to get from whatever it is that you're asking ChatGPT to do. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. A buddy of mine put in a thousand word description of the program that they were, you know, that to give context, which we'll talk more about here in a second, and the target audience. Like, that's a huge amount of text, right? But it was so detailed that the response that it gave, like the output that 
came from the prompt was so spot on that it was the result of being so detailed in the target audience and also giving ChatGPT context for what you're asking for. Again, more about that in just a second. So for me, just this is just kind of like a working target audience paste in. So I say paste in because I've written this and I keep it in Notion and I also have created a shortcut for it. And so I use a tool called, what is this tool called? Alfred. It's Alfred. It's on my Mac. And so it's got what they call snippets. It's basically text expander. And so I just hit colon P on my keyboard and it auto populates this whole, what I'm about to read to you. So again, so you don't have to rewrite the whole thing every time. Now, this is going to be really hard for, for all of you who do not fully understand your target audience. And so this is something that this is another example where you've just got to understand your target audience and what their pain points and challenges are. Because the, a tool like ChatGPT, when you're asking it to do the things that we're about to, that we're talking about here today, are not, it's not going to give you the results that you want when you can't even explain your target audience and their pain points and challenges and, you know, aspirations and so forth. So I'm always talking about the fundamentals. This is another example where you've got to know this information about it's, it's your business, right? And so what I like to write in for my target audience and say, so I'm telling ChatGPT, right? So I would say you are a whatever conversion copywriter. Your audience is online course creators, online business owners with memberships and online coaches. These online business owners have been in business for at least two years. They're generating over $100,000 in revenue per year, and most have small teams. They tend to struggle with things like working too much, hiring, managing a team, clarity on what to focus on to grow their business, marketing strategies, and how to create consistent and predictable revenue. They have strong values that are important to their business and those that they tend to learn from. So that's sort of like my working target audience. Could I go into a lot more detail? Absolutely, I could. So that's one example of, of the detail of the target audience. Now, I asked ChatGPT to come up with the type of detail that would be helpful within a target audience for when you're doing a prompt. So like basically, I'm asking ChatGPT, how can I best use you in terms of, or use it, right? In terms of target audience, right? So my prompt was, when it comes to describing my target audience to give ChatGPT context for a marketing prompt I'm about to input, what are best practices for the level of audience detail that will offer me the best results from my prompt? I basically just made that up because I'm, you know, like that's one of the beauties of ChatGPT is you can ask it to help you figure out a problem when you don't know how to prompt it to do something. Ask, ask it to help you. Ask it to tell you what the prompt would be. And that's kind of what I did here in a sense of, I wanted to see what ChatGPT told me in terms of what's, what level of detail should I include in my target audience to get or to add as context when I have an input uh, prompt for a, you know, for a marketing exercise or something like that, right? And so it listed me seven different things. 
And then it just wrote me, here's an example. It said, target audience, female entrepreneurs aged 25 to 45 living in urban areas within the U.S. with a college education, annual income of $5,200,000. So basic demographic information. Then it gets more into sort of like the psychographic, right? They're ambitious, value, work-life balance, and are interested in personal growth and productivity. They mainly use Instagram and Facebook for networking and inspiration. Their pain points include time management and finding effective tools to grow their business. They aspire to scale their ventures while maintaining personal well-being. Preferred communication tone is empowering, friendly, and informative. So that's the example that ChatGPT gave me. You can see here that it follows the type of format that I just mentioned. And so what it will do with this information is now you're giving it context, further context for what you're about to ask it, right? We haven't even asked it for anything yet. We've just sort of primed ChatGPT at this point with, you know, tone of voice and writing style, telling it who you want it to be. Again, you know, a content marketer, a human resources expert, whatever. And then then you're giving it context as to the target audience, okay? So now that you've given that information, depending on what you want it, what you're gonna ask it for, you can either go right into the ask or you wanna put additional context into like your program or your course. Like, because if you're gonna ask it to write an email sequence consisting of five emails to promote you know, my new program called blah, 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 you've got to give context to ChatGPT of what the program is, what it's about, who it's for, et cetera, right? Now, again, if you're just doing, if you're just trying to ideate and come up with ideas for, you know, podcast titles or email subject lines or video titles or what have you, you really don't need to go through all of this you know, with a target audience and such, you know, it could help, but you could literally go right into one that I use is I'll, I'll say, you're the number one podcaster in the world. I would give an audience and then I would ask it, you know, like, please come up with 15 different episode title variations that would make people want to listen based on, and then I would give it, you know, what the episode is about, right? Now you could also do that with, you could paste a transcript into ChatGPT, depending on the length. And you could say, come up with 15 title variations based on the transcript. <laughs> that's, all you've, that's all you have to do. But the example I wanted to, I'm taking through here is we're going more in depth because this is really how you can do some really cool things with, with the tool. Like you can write an entire email marketing sequence. So for example, all right, we've gone through all the, you know, the the priming, if you will. Now we can say, here's an example. Write an email marketing sequence consisting of five emails to promote pr promote my new program, blah, blah, blah. And you've already given it context about the program. Another example, you can tell it what to do. Draft an email to promote a limited time discount for my coaching program. Again, you, you would want to give in context about the program already. You could tell it to create a task list. I want you to create a task list for my team to prepare for an upcoming webinar. 
And then again, you could give it some additional context there. I'll be doing the webinar on Zoom and people are going to be registering for it on a registration page, et cetera. And then it will literally, and then you can tell it how you want the results to look. Meaning if you want it in a, in a list, like a numbered list, it will give you the result in a numbered list. If you want it in bullet points, tell it like you want it, tell it that you want it in bullet points. If you want to create results in a table format that you could literally take and copy and paste, for example, into Google Sheets or what have you, tell it that you want it that. It will produce those results in that format, right? You could have it generate a creative social media calendar for the next month. Again, give it some context as to what you want to be focusing on for the month. Again, audience, context, et cetera, and have it give you the results in a table. It will do that. You can use ChatGPT in terms of writing customer support emails back to people who have written. You could say, respond to a customer who's asking for a refund for my program that is beyond the 14-day refund policy. You know, that's a common one, right? Like people say, how do I respond to that? Ask ChatGPT to come up with, you could say, come up with, generate three options for emails. You could ask it to suggest five engaging questions to spark conversation in my membership. Like if you want, if your goal is to increase engagement, ask ask ChatGPT for ideas. Uh, Again, you'd want to add context as to the membership and the type of students that you have in the, in the membership. If you have FAQs, right? So you could say, write a concise answer for a frequently asked question about my online course pricing structure. And that's these last couple are examples right from ChatGPT. And then, of course, again, I I sound like a broken record here, but when you're asking for results in, if you're trying to get a result or an outcome with this type of input, you've got to give it the more context, the better about your audience, about your, the course pricing in that last example um, for what have you, right? The next one, and I want to give credit to Debbie Sasari, where I found this one online and I really liked it. And so this is an example that they wrote. I want you to act as a social media manager. Okay, so there it is. Like you're telling it how you want it to act. You'll be responsible for developing and executing campaigns across all relevant platforms. Engage with the audience by responding to questions and comments. Monitor conversations through community management tools. Use analytics to measure success. Create engaging content and update regularly. My first suggestion request is I need help managing the presence of an organization on Twitter in order to increase brand awareness. Now that is pretty high level, right? Meaning like it's asking for a lot of amazing things. So you'd put that in there and see what it comes up with. I'm, I almost guarantee you, you're going to be very surprised at what it comes up with. Here's another example. And I got this one from neatprompts.com which gives you prompt examples for different types of things. So let's just say you wanted to write a YouTube video script. And so, 
right here, it's the prompt example was generate a seven minute video script for a YouTube video about our newest and you fill in the blank, you know, product or program. And you would want to put the description of said product or program and the target audience, right? So you basically just fill in the blank. Now, and then you can see what it does right at that point. What I would do with this is I would go a little bit more in depth on this. I would say, you know, you are the number one YouTuber in the world with hundreds of millions of subscribers. Please write. I'm always, I'm always very cordial with ChatGPT. I'm always saying please and thank you. I would say, please write a seven minute video script for a YouTube video about, you know, fill in the blank, right? And then you would give it the audience. So that's how it kind of how I would alter that one a little bit. Now, if you're writing emails, if you're asking it to write emails, and again, a lot of people don't realize this, but yeah, of course you can have ChatGPT write you an email, but you can also write it, have it write you a whole email sequence, like a five email sequence, like I talked about before. And so if you're doing something like that, you can even tell it to how you'd like the emails to feel, maybe what kind of format that you'd like to see the emails in, like you want to include bullet points in emails or emojis or paragraphs that are no longer than three sentences or something like that, whatever it is that you like to do. ChatGPT can even consider gender neutral language if you tell it to. So again, these are just more examples of the more input that you can give it, the 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 better the outcome is that you are hoping for. So if another example is, you know, if you want these emails to, to go to people who have just joined your email list and they know nothing about you or your program, they're basically cold traffic, tell ChatGPT that and it will write the emails with that in mind. All right. So now that you've gone through all that, you've put your prompt in, tell it what you want it to do. You sit back and you watch the results get produced right before your eyes in a matter of seconds. And if you like the results that you see, amazing, awesome. If there are changes that you'd like to see made to any or all of the emails in this you know, hypothetical example I'm sharing, okay, cool. Tell ChatGPT what those changes are that you want to see made. Let's just say that you you have it write a five email sequence and you like emails one through four, but you really didn't like email number five. You could say, this is how I would respond. Great, thanks, please. And then you could say, you know, edit or please rewrite or please add in or please go more in depth or what have you on email number five. And it will go right, it will look at email number five that it wrote and only deal with that one because you've just told it to, right? And if you also want to get even more specific with it, if you want your emails to be no longer than, let's just say, I don't know, 400 words, tell it that. And it will write emails for you that are no longer than 400 words. If you want 750 word emails, tell it that. You can do all these things and it will, the output that it will give you will be a result of what you're asking it to do. Now, once you get your outcome to, you're like, I really like this. I'm going to use this. 
Remember, as I mentioned last episode, you're not just copying and pasting it into whatever your email CRM or in your, on your blog, on your website or whatever, right? Take it as, okay, cool. This is really good. Now I might shift a few things around. I'm going to add my own personality and some stories to it. And then I'm going to use it, right? This, this should not be a cool, dig it, copy, paste, boom, done. This is to really get you started. It's maybe to get you to like 80% or 75%, and then you're doing the rest with your own personality, with your own personal touch and stories, et cetera, okay? Now, with that, the last thing I want to share is I asked ChatGPT, what are some common pitfalls to avoid when crafting prompts? I asked itself, I asked it to tell me what are some common pitfalls when giving it prompts? And so here, are the th- it gave me five different pitfalls. Number one, vague or ambiguous prompts. It says ChatGPT may not provide useful responses if the prompts are unclear or lack context. Be specific about what you want and provide any necessary context or background information. We talked a lot about that here today. Number two was overloading the prompt. Avoid including too much information or too many requests in a single prompt. Break down complex tasks into smaller, manageable parts and submit separate prompts for each part. Now, you could try, you, you, might, you might not know that something is too complex that you've put in there, right? Well, you'll know when you get the, when the output comes out. When you get the outcome that's typed in front of you, you'll you'll see it like do you like it or not and so if you're not liking it if it's way off base this is something that you might want to try like breaking it down and breaking it into smaller more manageable parts and then separating and, and and doing those prompts separately for each one of those things the third common pitfall in the in the prompts is neglecting to set the format So meaning if you have a specific format in mind for the response, make sure to mention it in the prompt. For example, if you want a list or a step-by-step guide, or you want a table, or this output is going to be a blog post, or this is a LinkedIn post, whatever, like tell it that because it's going to help give you the output in the kind of format that you're looking for. The fourth common pitfall in prompting is using negative phrasing. And it says ChatGPT can sometimes focus on the negative aspect of a question rather than providing a helpful response. So instead of asking what not to do, ask for suggestions on what to do. I thought that was really interesting. And then the last common pitfall that ChatGPT gave about it to prompting itself, it says, assuming prior knowledge. And it says, ChatGPT doesn't know the specifics of your business, past conversations, or personal preferences unless you provide the information in the prompt. Ensure you include any relevant details to get a more accurate response. Now, this is exactly what we're talking about here today. Now, remember, when you're within a chat, you've opened up a chat you know, on the left-hand column there. All the information that you are putting in and it's, it's giving you within the chat 
it's learning from itself within that chat. So you don't have to keep, you know, putting the target audience in or you don't have to keep putting in the transcript, for example, to learn your writing style. You can just do that once and then everything from there on out, ChatGPT is taking those things into account and learning from itself as it goes, right? And the final thing that ChatGPT said is, is expecting perfect results is another common pitfall. ChatGPT is an is an AI language model and it may not always generate perfect answers or content. Be prepared to refine and iterate on the outputs to get the best results. Okay? So remember that this technology is changing on a daily it's changing so incredibly fast. So as I mentioned at the top of the episode here, and I'll just recap here in just one second for you what we talked about today. Continue to educate yourself. Continue to educate yourself on the terminology, on you know the major tools. There's tons and tons of new tools that are coming out every single day. It is hard to keep up with. Continue to educate yourself. Continue to keep testing different prompts and different ways to prompt in a tool like ChatGPT or a tool like Claude, which is a based quote-unquote competing tool similar to ChatGPT, continue different ways of testing different prompts and how you prompt it and then refining the prompts to help you get to the results that are most helpful for you. It's just going to be you getting in there and playing around with it. Because again, the results that you can get are just amazing from when you are putting the right kinds of prompts in to get a specific outcome, okay? And so let me just recap here real quick. I know I've just I've just taken you through a lot of different stuff. So if you're gonna if you wanted to write anything, any kind of written content outside of like an email subject line or a video title or you know something like that, I would teach it your tone of voice. You want it to give you the outcomes in your tone of voice. So you know, paste in a blog post, paste in an email transcribe a podcast episode or a video and ask it to analyze it for your tone of voice and style. And then if you feel pretty comfortable with those results, then you can say, all right, great. Please answer, please make sure all outcomes, all proceeding outcomes are in that writing style and tone of voice. Okay. Then you can start to get into the prompt itself. Tell it what role you want it to play. Tell it how you want it to act. Tell it who you want it to act as. And then from there, this is where you're giving it as much background and context as possible. Go into a very detailed description of your target audience. If you want something done about a program or a course that you have or a client or whatever it is, you're going to have to tell GPT about that program, about that course, about that membership, specifically about, you know, said client or or what have you. So you're going to need to do that. And then you can go into, all right, please, please generate an email marketing sequence consisting of five emails to promote my new program or create a task list for an upcoming webinar, you know, stuff like that. That's where you get into telling it what you want it to do. And again, be specific with the, the, the kind of output that you wanted to, or the format, I should say, for the output in a table, in a list, in an outline, in bullet points, no more than 500 words, whatever it is. Just be specific with that. And the more specific that you are, the better the results that you're going to get. 
you can tell it how you want it to, like emails to feel or social media captions to feel. You can tell ChatGPT to consider gender neutral language and it will do that in the outputs that it's giving you. Okay. And then once you've done that and it kicks out the out, gives you the outcome, you get to see like, all right, I really like that. Or let's make some changes to it. And then you can start to reprompt and make changes to it. Now, again, you don't have to re-enter in your target audience and the context of the program, if that's what it's about. You just give it specific instructions to make changes and tell it what kind of changes that you want to a specific piece or what have you, right? And then, and then lastly, remember, we're not just copying and pasting. This is kind of getting you like 75, 80% there. And then you're adding your own personality and story to it before using it, right? Then we went through all the pitfalls and so forth. So I hope this was helpful for you. I love talking about this stuff. Every time I use ChatGPT and these other AI tools, I am just blown away at the possibilities of what this can do for our business and, and helping us streamline so many things that we do. And I think it's really exciting. So any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Rick Mulready. Thank you as always for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast here. Also, I've got a pretty big announcement, big, big announcement coming your way in two episodes. So next Friday. So make sure to stay tuned. Thank you, my friend, as always, for tuning in today. Appreciate you. Until next time, be well. Chat with you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.